You're listening to Dig to Win, the podcast that levels up your e-com game and inspires you to adopt a winning entrepreneurial mindset. Here are your hosts, Michael Fennick and Jamie Paros. Hello and welcome to Dig to Win, episode 28, and uh, I'm joined by Jamie Paros. Jamie, welcome to the show, brother. Welcome, everybody. It's um, it's a funny one for me. I'm usually in the studio, but today by chance I'm at home. So if you hear a little bit of echo, I'm in the back room enjoying our view, Michael. But um, just the way it goes sometimes, mate. You record these podcasts where you can and when you can. But um, loving being able to do this in my backyard and talk to you and our listeners, mate. Now, awesome, mate. And speaking of our listeners, we got a tremendous uh, feedback and response from episode 27. We got emails, private messages, you name it. So that show, mm. if you haven't heard it, episode 27, go and check it out because it was an absolute cracker. And episode 28 is no different. And we're going to talk to you guys about something that Jamie and I adopt that's changed our world. And we're going to dissect it right after this. The Dig to Win. Fire up fuel. Yeah, so welcome back, everyone. Um, really enjoying where this podcast is going, Michael. Um, we usually have a bit of a chat together and work out what we're going to talk about, and we go for it, mate. And it always comes from the heart, I think, and and today's no different. And I think the responses that we've been getting back from people are, are sort of a, a reflection of that. And Today we're going to talk about something that you said. It has changed our. It has changed my world as well. And it's and it's the way we view things that are happening to us around us and our attitude towards whatever we're working on, life, family, business, whatever you want to call it. Our attitude has changed probably. Oh, for me, Michael, hmm, more than a hundred and eighty degree turn. Um, You've always been pretty good, but you're just getting real, real solid now, mate. I, I just feel that with you. You're getting real solid, but you've always yep. had this sort of thing. But I, I think that our attitude towards things that come into our life has changed and that in, in itself has changed the way we can feel, go about things, accept things, make things work. But I just want to mention one thing. Whatever you're working on, whatever you, whatever you're basing your attitude on – um, or, or how you're perceiving things is is a definite reflection of potentially what you. Oh, how am I trying to say this? I think I think like this, Michael. Whatever happens to me at the moment, I used to have issues with. Let's call it not issues. I used to have problems with the way my attitude towards, let's say, a business venture. I had to have it turn out a certain way. If things weren't going in the right direction from the start, I'd get stressed. I was number one at that, mate. Like I was I was really number one at like, oh my God, I've just done this and that hasn't worked out. And now I'm doing this and it hasn't worked out. And oh, that response came in and that hasn't worked out. And I would really work myself up inside. I, I was a bit of a stress head. Um, and I'm happy to, you know, say that, that, you know, internally I fought my own demons. But at the moment, we have been able to let go of everything that comes our way and trust the process, but there's one important point. We never, ever stop moving forward and doing the work. You can't just 
expect your goals to arrive in your lap. You can't expect to just let go of something and say, oh, you know what? Michael and Jamie just said, oh, let it go. So I'll just let it go. It doesn't work that way. You have to keep pursuing, doing the work, but the outcome no longer stresses me out, Michael. Never. It doesn't do it anymore. It doesn't get on top of me. It doesn't take charge of me. And I'll bring you in here because I know you've got some things to say, but it's really important for people to understand that I'm okay with with any situation now, and that's pretty powerful. Mate, I love how you broke that down, mate, and um, I wrote half a page of notes here. And, you know, (laughs) I'll go so far as to say that not forcing things and just letting everything be okay is quite possibly the most powerful force in the world. Now, when you think about it, on our show, we've spoken about our blueprint of how we think we are and beliefs. But I think at the top of the tree, if you have this attitude of, and definition of attitude is the way you're acting in your world, if you have this attitude of everything's going to be okay, I'm telling you now, everything will be okay. Now, let's just pivot to an analogy. So if you think about a river, there's two things you can do. You can go with the current of the river and go downstream, or you can fight, scrap, swim, drag, trying to go against the current, which is very difficult. So guys that are listening right now, I want you to remember this saying, right? Think of a river. You always want to go with the flow instead of fighting against the rocks. Mm. Because I'm telling you now, when you're fighting against the rocks, you're doing what Jamie mentioned before, where you're wanting something to turn out in a certain way. And if we remember our hose analogy, you're kinking the hose and nothing can flow. Whereas if you do the work with an attitude on top of saying, I'm doing the work and it's going to work out, And if something falls over, I'm going to accept it and I'm going to still do the work and then it's going to work out. If you have that attitude, I'm telling you now, you'll achieve every piece of success that's in your beating heart. Yeah, that's pretty cool, mate. I love the river analogy. And I was just thinking like, I was thinking back to the Olympics that just passed, mate. And I was thinking of like the K1 and K2, you know, the races down the, the, the current, the you know, the, um, the kayak racing, you know how they just fly down, then they've got to do a U-turn and go back through some of the gates, right? So they make a decision of obviously this is part of the race and part of the sport, but you're going down, you're flying down the river and then hang on a minute, over there, I've got to do a U-turn and come back against the current, fight those rocks, go through the gate. Now, I just thought of that when you were talking because I thought, you know what, if I just let go of the oars, right, and just let everything go, just let go of the oars and just my kayak went down the river, I'd get to the end. But people choose how they see things and how they perceive things and their attitude to do a U-turn in a current that's flying and go against the current. It's easy for us to say it. It's really easy for us to say it. But what about if you just let go of the oars and just threw threw the paddles out? Just threw them out and just let the kayak go down the river because at the end of the day, you're going to get to the other end. 
But if you choose to do U-turns, if you choose to look at that person, what they said, look what that happened in my business, look what that happened with my relationship with that person, anything, you think of anything, you've chosen to engage, you've chosen to do a U-turn in the, in the, in the current and go against that massive force of water other than just letting the oars go and just float down the river. I just thought that just then, but I, I, I don't know why that came into my head. Yeah, well, that's actually it's actually really, really sort of good visuals that that paints, you know, like you can just let go and just fly down with no resistance or you can fight against exactly. it. Exactly. And, you know, in those sports, you can see the tension in their biceps and the strain and everything because they're fighting against that river. Now, I, I want to touch on something else because we've touched on, you know, the blueprint and the belief and attitude. I think, I think one thing in particular popped into my mind in regards to what turns our boat around to go upriver against the current. And I believe that thing that we need to consider and be very careful of is judgment. Mm. Because there's two, so let's say something happens, there's two ways to approach it. We accept it and say, this is part of the journey, everything's going to be okay. Or if we judge it as bad, it creates tension and what have we done? We're not accepting what's happened as part of the journey, which means we're actually uh, focusing on what we don't want. Mm. So yeah. it's really, this is this sort of stuff fascinates me and I'm always thinking about that throughout the day. And I really try to not judge anything as good or bad. I just see things as a stepping stone, as the great Genevieve says, a stepping stone of what we really want. So, um, you know, throw in that element as well because there's a lot of moving parts here, but if we simplify it, take action. Mm. And take action without having this predetermined vision of how it's going to turn out. Because if you remove that vision, whatever happens, you'll accept. But if you have this vision of it turning out a certain way and something different happens, bang, you tighten up. Actually, that's a that's a really good one because I used to be like that. So you're right, Michael. Um, take the vision out. Take the outcome out of it and just let everything be okay to get to your goal. The one thing I wrote down when you were speaking then, because I just scribble as you as you speak, is that I still think, and you mentioned it anyway, but I still think with this whole attitude thing and being able to let go of, of outcomes is is one of the most powerful things that you could ever invest in yourself to get better at and better at and practice. But I still think you have to have the most unbelievable intention. I think intention absolutely is 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 critical you know your intention behind everything you do is massive and i i don't believe things will fall into your lap or whatever you however you see things um falling into your lap without doing the work and michael you said take action um if if you think that i can just sit there and meditate outside on the grass in the sun and just say, oh, I'm going to manifest $10 million. I'm going to manifest $10 million. Like, I don't know. Some people may do that and, you know, that's all the power to them. But for me, I, I, I can't see that happening without – I like to do that. I like to manifest that. But I like to say, hey, um, 
I want to grow. I want to be the best version of myself. Show me a way that I can grow, get involved in projects I never thought I would, and as a result or a symptom, that may come. But just with some great intention, give me some signs on on what I should be doing or point me in the right direction. I trust you. I trust you. I'll do the work every day, but can you just guide me in the right direction to how I'm going to get there? And and that's how I do. I, I, and then I just trust the process. I trust my confidence. I trust what you know we're getting involved with, all that sort of thing. If you have a look at, say, I, I just want to bring this into the conversation, Southern Salafest, right, Michael? We've got like six or seven international speakers coming out, okay? Now, I don't know, two, three years ago, never would have been uh, – a dream of mine was to actually go overseas and see all these people and go to all these great events. Um, we're talking e-com here in Amazon. I know we're sort of changing gears, but for me, it was always like, oh, it'd be great to go to the US. Oh, it'd be great to go to the UK and 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 be involved at some of these really cool events in e-com. I'd love to be there. Now, all of a sudden, fast forward two, three years later, the vision of being able to put on an event and bring all these people out to Australia, I mean, if you asked me two, three years ago, that's pretty far-fetched. I would have said that that would never happen. But I did not not believe that we could do it, Michael, but Southern Salafest, if you think about it, that is a massive thing to undertake. It's a massive thing to believe in yourself that you could do it. It's a massive thing to organise. And we have been setting that intention for a long time now, I'm going to bring you in on Southern Salafest, but I'm trying to break down our attitude around it now. So it's happening. It's going to be fantastic. I have nothing but positive praise about what we're building. It's a really good point. And actually, I was going to bring up the very thing of Southern Salafest and in particular setting up such a massive event at a really big venue in Sydney, Australia, you know, the International Convention Centre. There's huge shows there and um, you know boxing matches and you know, boy, George is playing there. So it's a really big deal, right? But when we set the intention, we said, right, we're doing this to help people, right? And then we mm. took action. But I want to really point something out because when you think about organizing an event of this magnitude, you've got, you know, <laughs> huge, you know, huge contracts. We've got booth builders. We've got audio, visual um, seating, accommodation, flights, you name it, right? It's a really Catering. big undertaking. Catering as well, everything, you name it. There's probably more. Mm. But our attitude, we've gone, okay, there's the intention, right? Let's take the first step with the attitude of whatever we do, it'll all work out and will be looked after by that infinite intelligence, whatever that may be. And as a result, we've taken action. We managed to get the speakers. Uh, you know, we've got the venue and everything is kind of mirroring our attitude of being confident that everything will work out. Now, if we were stress heads going, oh, you know, it's a bloody this, this, venue and then oh we can't if if our attitude was like a stressed out panicking type of mode i'm telling you now our reality would reflect back to us the things that match our attitude 
And yeah, as an example, mate. it could be, it could be certain speakers can't make it. Now, we approached our first six or seven international speakers and our strike rate was 100%. Mm. Not 50%. Yeah. We went, here's the yeah. targets. Bang, 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 all in. Yeah, it was crazy. What is driving that, people think? If we were panicking, if we had a different attitude of stress and problems and issues, would we get that? I'm telling you and now, what, there's, there's, and what, there's something here to dig, I'm telling you. And what happens, Michael, when something's at a crossroads with us in a decision? What happens? Like, I want you to talk about it. So say something comes up and, and it's like, oh, should we or shouldn't we? We're at a crossroads. What do we do? Well, we, we examine we examine every sort of decision pathway with the intention at our core mm-hmm. and we make a decision based on our gut with the foundation belief of that it will be okay and it's the right decision. One hundred percent, mate. Yeah, and and it's and it's the conversation every time that we have. It's the conversation yep. every time that we have. It's I just thought that you would say that and you said exactly what I was thinking. It's crazy. We get to a crossroads and we go, okay, this, that. We analyze things. We, we're commercial. We're, we're trusting. We're aware. And then we go, you know what? Let's just let this simmer because you know what? We're lucky. You always say that to me. We're lucky and everything will always work out. The best outcome will happen for us. And we go, okay. And we keep doing the work, keep doing the work. Two weeks passes and something presents itself to us and we go, oh, my God, look how it worked out for us. Every time. It's frightening how it works out. Um, so I've got a couple of things here. First of all, everybody who's listening, right, I'm, I'm feeling this episode, right? Like we're at 17 minutes. We could go for 3,017 minutes on this topic, right? I'm really feeling this, right? And I'm guessing that our, our listeners are feeling this as well. So the listeners who are listening right now, I want you to muck around and play around with some playful attitudes, right? So mm. think about you throughout your day. Just pick something like have that thought, you know, tell your husband and your kids and start sort of verbalizing your attitude. Hey, kids, did you know how lucky we are? We're so yeah, lucky. Like just it. sort of let them know, let them know, let them know once a day, every couple of days. And, you know, when you get that tax check back and you've got a refund, you say to your husband, you know what? aren't we lucky? And start living your life from that perspective and you watch Mm. what happens. I'm telling you now. Secondly, you, Jamie, and you don't know this, but you taught me one of the biggest business lessons ever. And you said this to me, listen, you said, listen, we, we have to have an intention purely first and foremost of helping people. That's our deal with the universe. That's it. It's not money. It's not fame. It's not anything else. Our focus is on helping someone become better. That's where we aim for. We do a deal with the universe. And if we, if we keep our end of the bargain, the universe will look after us in other ways. And we've always adopted that mm. since two and a half years ago when we decided to 
you know, start our own community in the Amazon Australasian space. And we said, you know what, this isn't about us. This isn't about anything. This is about one simple thing. And we want to turn up every day and we want to serve others. And we've kept that end of the bargain. Now the universe is putting us in a position to help people even better by putting on Southern Sellerfest, which is the biggest Amazon conference in the Southern Hemisphere, if not the globe this year. Mm, mm, mm. So have a think about that, listeners. That's a pretty good way to end, mate. I'll let you end the call. But, um, yeah, just hope everyone's um, – I know this is landing with people. We're getting messages and messages, and I love talking about this stuff away from the business side of things because I think this is the engine room. This is everything. As soon as – the more people talk about this sort of stuff, Michael, I don't know about you, but it's in, in five minutes – not even five minutes. I reckon in three minutes with a conversation with someone, I could tell where they're at. Yeah. I don't know absolutely. about you. I don't know about you. I know you would be the same. But you just give me five minutes with someone, me, you, Michael, and somebody else, and we can have a chat to someone, and I can put my hand on my heart to say I know where they're at. And that's not a business thing. you know. That's just an attitude thing. Well said, mate. Um, look, episode 28 is coming to a close, but a very quick recap. Think about your attitude and like Jamie has said in the past, choose your own adventure. You can choose an adventure that's full of resistance and you're swimming against the river or you can choose an adventure that is based on flowing with the river and believing once you put the work in that everything will work out and don't judge. So consider that. Uh, You guys take care. Episode 28, done and dusted. Episode 29 is coming to you next week as usual. And uh, you guys take care and we'll see you next week and bye for now. You've been listening to Dig to Win. To connect with Michael and Jamie, follow them on Instagram at Jamie Panos and at Michael Fennick or join their award-winning Amazon Facebook group, Endgame Network.